0: Hello and welcome to the Poster Podcast. This is Cyrus. I'm with Kaonda. We are men on a mission. It is finals K. Um, Kaonda, how are you? I'm good, Cyrus. I'm not getting much sleep, uh, but uh, you know, uh, I'm surviving. It's the NBA Finals. If you're sleeping, you're losing. Uh, Well, at least tell that to the Golden State Warriors. (laughs) So on this particular podcast, we're going to go through a whole lot around what's happened in the Finals. We've just finished Game 3. There's a lot of storylines to be talked about in terms of what happened in that game, but also the series as a whole. So we'll be going into those. Uh, But before we go into the show itself, we want to give you our social media handles, at PostUpPodcast on Twitter, at PostUpZone on Instagram, at PostUpZone on Facebook. You'd also go to PostUpZone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. We want to thank our partners, Supersport.com, BetCoza, and the Podhouse. Kaunda Chama, um, it is, it's its is—it's—it's really heating up in the NBA, and um, right now, I think what we've got to talk about, and this will be the central focus after Game 3 of what happens in these finals... Are the Boston Celtics now the favorite? They lead the series 2-1. Um, look, e- everything's been back and forth this entire postseason. But f- after what I saw in Game 3, I just wondered if Boston have finally found the formula for beating the Warriors. Um, do you think the Celtics are the odds-on favorites to become the champions?
1: Uh, I'll say yes with a caveat. Uh-huh. If the Warriors continue performing this way, yes, they are. Because, Cyrus... Um, these guys have been here before they they know how to perform at this level, and there's certain things that they 're doing that we'll talk about later in the show that are
0: not championship things look I, I agree with you, um, but when when you say that do you mean like as individuals or do you mean as a team like as a collective
1: i I, I think uh, as individuals uh, we 're going to talk about draymond green yeah mm-hmm. uh, we 're going to talk about to him uh, about him as an individual uh it's nice to, to see that clay is kind of a scoring touch he, yeah. he's coming back uh steph
0: steph is steph Yeah, <laughs> you know what Look, i'm saying he's, steph been, is he's steph. been the one constant right <laughs> yeah steph is steph
1: so like e- e- even as a team i i think there's certain things that i saw happen in game one that i also saw happen in game three and i'm going to mm. blame those
0: squarely on coach uh Steve Kerr okay so let's let's go into this from a sort of high level perspective to begin with right let's look at the series as a whole so you know like we when we last recorded we looked at the finals and we said okay everything looks pretty you know um like solidly in in Celtics favor in terms of just how how the matchups kind of looked you went Celtics I went Warriors yeah but then I think that when when you look at how the games played out it's been really interesting because you know the Celtics win game 1 in uh, in Golden State and mm-hmm. then things start to look a bit shaky for the Warriors mm-hmm. then you look at game 2 and it's like oh hang on a second the Warriors finally woke up and now they're doing something and i think that's a really important point for for warriors fans so game 1 ended 120 to 108 for the the Celtics mm-hmm. game 2 107 to 88 for the Warriors and game 3 then in Boston first game there 116 to the Celtics 100 to the Warriors now when we look at what the Warriors have done um, I guess throughout the entire playoffs they've managed to beat teams when they needed to but they've also lost games that they really shouldn't have uh, when you look at the positions they found themselves in you know in game one um, they had a really great third quarter I mean their third quarters have been fantastic in all of, yeah, all it's, of the uh, games across the board yeah but their fourth quarters have been insanely bad. And you look at what happened in, in game three, that 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 third quarter, the Warriors just went ballistic. They absolutely were, you know, in, in top form. Yep. And then they end up losing the game by 16 points. And so the points differential is really what's been worrying me, huh, worrying me for the Warriors. But really, <laughs> just in terms of how we're seeing the games go, because game yep. one, the Celtics won by 12 points. Game two... The Warriors won by 19 points. Game three, the Celtics win by 16 points. So there's a point in these games or, you know, a a time in these games where suddenly a team runs away with it and the other team Mm -hmm. is just completely nowhere to be found. Do you think that that's a coaching thing? Do you think that that's, you know, just players not necessarily, you know, buying into their their roles and then just sort of taking the eye off the ball? What do you think is is behind that kind of of, uh, gap that keeps getting
1: created? Sometimes it's a coaching thing, Cyrus. Like, 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 let me put some blame on the coaches for a minute. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and first of all, I'll go to uh, Coach Steve Kerr because he's the one with the most experience yeah. in this situation when we're looking at both coaches, right? Like in game one. I, I mean, no, not game one. Uh, no, game one and two and three. There are times when I'm seeing the Golden State Warriors without Steph, without Draymond, and without Andrew Wiggins on the floor. yeah, and, and, and at that point, sometimes, the momentum has shifted in Boston's direction. And then I'm like, what is Coach Kerr doing? I mean, uh, I, and, I, I get and, that. And, and he's leaving like a gaping hole for, 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 for Boston to go on a run. Because so, so sometimes, obviously, you know, they're human beings, they need to rest, right? Yeah. But you've
0: got to manage your rotations, Steve Kerr. You've been here before. Although, in mitigation, in Game Three, a lot of that had to do with the fouls that 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 the the Warriors had picked up. Yeah, Draymond, Steph, they were sitting on four fouls before they even got into the fourth quarter. So, and Draymond ends up fouling out of the game. Um, so, you know, he's also looking at the foul trouble they were in, yeah. and he can't. He, I mean, Draymond was a liability. Game Three, goodness gracious me, he had two points, four rebounds, three assists. You know, fouled out. We'll, we'll, we'll get to Draymond because I got a few words for Draymond because. Okay. First of all, let, let, let,
1: let, let's talk about that, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I, to me, uh, I'll go back to Steve Kerr. Sometimes his rotations, though, yeah, that's I, justified I, yeah. in game three because obviously Draymond foul trouble. And, and Steph, but I think that was more of a strategy on Boston's side as well. Get key players in foul trouble early because, um, but I'll get to Draymond now because Draymond...
0: The, it, the foul it, disparity it, though is something that really bugs me in this particular game because if you look at it, the Warriors, as a whole, picked up twenty-three fouls as a team, yeah. versus the Celtics picking up seventeen. Now, I don't know if that's necessarily a refing issue or if just the, the the Warriors were sloppy and committed bad fouls. I think in Draymond's S- case, it was S- a couple Cyrus, of those.
1: They, 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 they were just
0: sloppy. But, and, but and, and, that like, just, that's that, like, a large margin, though.
1: Well, if you're playing like you you've lost your mental focus, like Draymond Green, you're gonna get a lot of fouls and you're okay. gonna foul out. And that's what Draymond Green, Cyrus, he's the heart and soul of the Warriors. Yeah. He cannot afford to do what he did in 2016.
0: He knows. Yeah, true. He, he's heading true. in that
1: direction, Cyrus. And you know, without Draymond, it's yeah. a difficult he's, journey he's the backbone, to the like Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah. And, I, and I, what I saw in game three was like, this is 2016 Draymond Green. What is happening? Has mm. something upset him? He, you know what I mean? That's a great point.
0: Anyway, carry on.
1: But let, And then when I look at Imel Dorca as well, sometimes when he 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 takes some key players off the floor like uh, J- Jason Tatum and Jalen Green. Yeah. Have you noticed that with the Boston Celtics, Jalen and Jason are basically the the pilot and co-pilot of this ship, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, or this yeah. plane. When they start missing or they're not on the floor, some sort of confidence is taken away from the rest of the team. I mean,
0: they're, they're the scoring, uh, you know. The, you you the know cast. what I mean? And they're in, the, the tip of the sword. When
1: they start missing, as well, I've noticed the – uh, I was going to call mates, them their backup The back bol- Backup dancers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their supporting cast also yeah. seems to start looking shaky. Like, okay, if the pilot and the co-pilot are not making it, maybe we shouldn't be. It, it's sort of like, I, I'm seeing, and maybe it's something I'm seeing while I'm watching, mm-hmm. but it's it, it's looking like their off days are also feeding their, their supporting cast off days. And and and, and I think Ime through uh Marcus Smart, who I think is the Draymond Green of the Boston Celtics, yep. needs to start checking that if they have a legitimate chance of winning this. So Cyrus, coaching is a thing, mm-hmm. but also there is individual
0: player, which uh which yeah, we'll and get we'll into. get into that. I mean, yeah, interestingly, because I, I I don't know if I see this so much as a coaching um issue as such. Mm. I think that all three games you've seen the coaches show their expertise. You know, game one. The Celtics knew exactly what they needed to do in order to beat the Warriors. They did that effectively. And the Warriors then in game two really knew exactly what they needed to do to respond mm-hmm. and bring this back. But now they're in a bit of a 2-1. It's not quite a hole, but it, that deficit is. It can be really, really tough because they lose the next game. It's 3-1. History tells you Eesh. that the only team to ever come back from that is the Cavs against the Warriors. Mm. I don't know if the Warriors have have it in them to come back from a 3-1 deficit. Um, but I think that when you look at it from a coaching perspective, I, I looked at this and I wondered, did Steve Kerr get it wrong when the Warriors managed to claw back um, and, and then take the lead in, in, in the third quarter in game three and then take the foot off the gas? Because Steph, uncharacteristically, sat out the last few minutes of that, uh, that, that third quarter. Mm-hmm. But then the thing is, every coach will look at, at their, their squad and say, Somebody's got to pick up the pieces here. Somebody's got to step up. They can't just rely on Steph only. He's not LeBron James, who has carried mountains before. You know, he's like the Atlas of his team. No, but 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 Cyrus, uh, first
1: of all, to take it back, you know very well that Golden State Warriors are a third quarter team. No, everybody They will, they everybody will beat does. you. They will beat you in the third quarter, and they will hold on in that fourth quarter just to... They, they know how to run that clock down, Cyrus, their own clock and make the buckets mm. and then run down your clock with effective defense yeah. and, and, and make you rush that shot while the clock runs down, right? Now, yesterday, sir, I mean, last night, or is it this morning this in Africa, morning. Yeah. we had a, a, a special situation, which uh, we're yet to find out, we'll find out on Friday or Saturday morning for us. Yeah. Al Horford is a pretty heavy guy and no, he uh, fell on uh, Steph's uh, yeah. leg. So. Steph sitting out the final minutes of the fourth quarter could have been no, but this maybe, is the third quarter, not even the fourth. M- oh, sorry, in the yep. third quarter. So I'm thinking, even the the performance in the fourth, I think, was uh, affected by that fall yeah. because you got your main shooter. A uh, big guy falls on him. He's grimacing, clearly showing you that it was painful. There was a yeah. time he was actually punching the hardwood, and you could tell there was some pain that he was feeling. Mm. And you know he's got
0: a history with his. Oh, no, uh, even ankles. recently, Marcus Smart, uh, you know. Uh, oh yeah, and, and Marcus and, and, uh, took him out for a yeah. couple of games. Was that fifteen he, games? He was so? off for about a month.
1: Yeah. So, so Cyrus, we don't know what's happening there, and and pain will affect he, your focus. He said he's playing.
0: No, Steph he, he came he, out and said he's playing game sorry, four regardless. He, he's a what superstar. He, knows, he knows what to do. Yeah. He's
1: a superstar. He can't just yeah. bow out. And like some superstars that we won't mention at the moment who, who, who have been known <laughs> to bow out due to their own personal convictions. But... That's, that's Just Steph. call him like we want to call him. That, that, that's Steph. He, yeah. he, 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 he will play the team. He'll give everything paint. for the team. Yeah. If he has to take a couple of panados or whatever, he, he'll do yeah. what he needs to do. But I think that also affected him. And and him sitting out the the end of the third Cyrus, I, I think he needed to rest. I mean, Steph can only Steph so much. Even the great I, LeBron that you mentioned
0: needs to rest. But even then, and, and this is what some people are saying, I don't necessarily say that I, uh, I'm i not saying Steve Kerr got it wrong. Uh huh. But I do think that when you're up, you don't take your, your foot off of the, the, the other person's neck. I think you go for the kill and you try to get as much of a lead as possible. And yeah. I don't think the Warriors necessarily made the most of that opportunity. Uh-huh. But going back to the whole thing around coaching, the coach has also got to trust the other guys on that team and finally Mm -hmm. we saw clay thompson come to the party yep but draymond green was nowhere and and the the thing about the warriors as an organization that they've got their three guys who are critical for them Mm -hmm. but the drop-off between the the top three and the rest is pretty steep and you're not necessarily seeing guys who like if if i had to ask you who's the warriors second best defender who would you say
1: uh it's supposed to be if draymond clay.
0: is the first it's supposed to be clay and, and, but and uh, clay hasn't clay. been the same yeah. since he came so back it's probably gary payton right Yeah, it's probably gary payton and and so when you look at it gary payton is is a god he'll he'll guard bigger gods and and maybe some forwards but he's not going to be out there trying to handle um Al Holford. Holford, oh. and and this is where we go back to the whole thing around some of the disparities within this because one of the key elements in in what the Golden State Warriors didn't do in this particular game, but they have done in previous games, mm-hmm. was rebound well. And when you don't have Draymond rebounding, um, everything fell apart. And the rebound disparity is really interesting because the Warriors had a total of 31 rebounds in this game yep. versus the Celtics with 47. And those 47 rebounds total are just astronomical, considering that of those 47, 15 were offensive rebounds. Yep. So if you're giving the ball away there, and I mean, you look at it, the Warriors had six offensive rebounds. That will tell the story all on its own, right? Mm -hmm. That six offensive rebounds, will, or 15 offensive rebounds will show you that... You're not you're not protecting the boards. You don't have the size to do that often. Yet the Warriors have managed to rebound quite well as a team. But this was a game where they just had no answer for Al Horford, no answer for Robert Williams. And Grant Williams was also pretty big uh, yep. for them on the offensive, on offensive glass. Yep. And if I look at the rebounders here, right? Horford had three offensive rebounds. Robert Williams had three. Jalen Green had three. Grant Williams had three. You look at the Warriors and you had... Kevin Looney had three offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. Andrigans had one. Draymond had one. And Otto Porter Jr. had one. It's just not good enough if you're trying to win games. You've got to protect your own glass, right? But Cyrus, it, it also came down to a size thing. Yeah, no, I mean, mean without question, this was the first game the Warriors really felt undersized yep. in this entire finals.
1: No, they, they, they looked very undersized, Cyrus. It, it wasn't like... Lord Cyrus, like you mentioned, Celtics forty-seven rebounds, uh, Golden State Warriors thirty-one. Right? Mm-hmm. Look at even the 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 the, the assists: twenty-eight for yeah. the Celtics, twenty-two for Golden State. I, I think it was it was one of those games where honestly they were outplayed. Yeah, because it, the, if, no if, question. If, if we look at, at, at just the game itself, you could tell the Celtics were bigger and more athletic than the Warriors. Uh, this is the moment where I started seeing that maybe slowly
0: yet surely age is catching up to the Warriors big three so so I I agree with you there what's interesting, though, is, and this is, I I don't want this to be a sort of revisionist podcast where we're like, oh, man, if only we'd known. But we had spoken about the fact that you have experience versus youth. And this is what this finals was going to be about. Whether or not experience can get them over the line and whether or not the youth will will trump. And I think that what we've seen from the the younger team in the the Celtics is that they've just had more energy Mm -hmm. when they've needed it. Um, And game three, just look at the scorers. Tatum twenty six points. Yep. Jalen Brown twenty seven points. Marcus yep. Smart twenty four points. You look at the Warriors and you say, okay, Steph and Clay. Steph thirty one points. Clay twenty five points. Yep. Then Wiggins with eighteen, mm-hmm. and then there's a massive drop off when it comes to point scoring because then you've got like Jordan Poole is the next highest point scorer on that that list, versus the Celtics who you've got eleven from Horford. They've got ten from from Grant Williams. You know, they've, they've managed to get contributions from guys all over the place. I'm even leaving, leaving out Derek White here. But, you know, those, those points really count. So then we have to then look at, at one of the narratives that wasn't necessarily – I mean, I know some, some people spoke about it, but it uh-huh. wasn't pushed as much, which is, is this a bad Warriors team who's made it to the finals? Or is it just the way the Warriors are? Because they've got this, their, their core three, and then from there, your, uh, Wiggins was the, the best of the rest. But they're not necessarily a great team,
1: Cyrus. Uh, I, I, I squash that narrative. Bad teams don't make it to the finals. It's a it's a long regular season. If you're a bad team, you won't make it to the finals. It's it's a long road, and the postseason is even is even harder. You 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 cannot make it through the postseason if you're a bad team. Maybe it's not as good as the Warriors teams that we've and, seen and, in the past, and maybe that's the because point. Cyrus. If you look at it, they, they, they were just outplayed. You had four warriors in double digits, right? Yeah. And the, the biggest double digits obviously came from Steph with thirty-one yeah. points. Clay, I'm glad he came back to being Clay. Twenty-five. That's yeah. the more Clay I'm used yeah. to. But if you look at the Celtics, they had five in double digits. Mm. Three of them managed to score more than twenty-four points. Yeah. Now, and, here, and, and that's it. Here's an interesting stat that that, that I picked up during the game: Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart are the first trio to go twenty. To go more than what to go twenty-five and five in a finals game since nineteen eighty-four, and that's
0: for the Celtics, right? Like it's no, not, that that's general. for the league
1: because the last guys to do it were Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, and Michael Cooper for the Lakers in nineteen
0: eighty-four. Interesting, and it, it says a heck of a lot about how well <laughs> this team plays together, especially yeah. their frontline guys.
1: So, Cyrus, I mean, you remember uh, uh, you you were telling me in game one that the way the Warriors played in game one, they created heroes out of some of the Boston Celtics players, yeah, right? Yeah. They did exactly the same in game three. Because mm. now Jalen, Jason, and Marcus, they, they've just gone up the, uh,
0: they put up a, a historic performance that goes back to 1984. Mm. And, and this goes then to the individual player discussion that we want to have, right? Yeah. Which is, did we see individual players really step up here? Because I think it felt like the Celtics... Have their team working really well, and the Warriors' individuals just didn't pitch up.
1: I like where you're going with this, Cyrus. That's a great segue into where I wanted to go with it. Because yeah. first of all, the heart and soul of the Warriors, who is Draymond Green, mm-hmm. looked like he lost mental focus, and 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 the once he lost mental focus, Cyrus, the pieces around Steph Curry also start falling apart. Yeah, because you, you you got you got El Capitan and Steph, right? Yeah, but then you've got the, the the heart and soul, the, the 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 sort of uh if I may say the enforcer. The, the the engine. Enforcer, the engine yeah? When the engine is not working well, no. the pieces around Steph won't do much. Now, this is where I actually saw what you and I have been talking about. Like how do the Warriors win? Mm-hmm. They win by committee, right? Yeah. They, and that's exactly what the Celtics did last yeah. night. Or this morning. They won by committee. So they ba- email Docker basically borrowed out of the the Warriors playbook yeah. to beat the Warriors. It's like, it, it's not about Jalen and and Jason and Marcus being superstars, although they it's did some the superstars. It, it's it's about contributions from everybody mm. and and they made it work. Because I was looking at it, I was like, when I looked at the numbers and the, you, you know, the whole
0: the, the You the, the, almost had the, the beautiful discussion. mind matrix thing where yeah, the numbers then, are coming down.
1: And then I was like, but the Boston Celtics did a warrior thing, because they, they they spread the load. Everybody showed up, even if you had eight points, nine points here. You but did what you needed. Everybody to do. did what they needed to do. And Cyrus, Robert Williams the third. Yeah, they need to his, hope his best game. He he stays healthy because that's the version of him they need. Yeah. And then
0: Grant Williams. The, as irritating as Grant Williams is. He's a great basketball player, good team yep. player. And he 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 weighs in with, with points when he needs to. Mm. And and what was interesting for me around how the Celtics have played, and going back to the individual thing, is that they individually hit the big shots when they needed to. There was that Marcus Smart bank shot over Andrew Wiggins yep. late in the fourth, yeah. where you're like, okay, this this they are focused, they're locked in, they know exactly what they needed to do. And the home crowd really helped because they've done this they're now doing this for the first time in the finals at home the boston mm-hmm. crowd were there they were absolutely behind them and it didn't make the f- the the players feel overawed or anything they just felt supported all the way through and it's tough for road teams i don't know if could the have Warriors- also could have also been paul Pierce you yeah, know yeah, he was there with his 75 jacket yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pierce. but
0: anyway look he and yeah all the support counts right nelly showed up i'm <laughs> <and> like <laughs> shouldn't, you, should, shouldn't you be supporting the new orleans pelicans yeah. or something oh, and man. he was like Nah, nah, nah. No, no. i'm here yeah, for my boy jason like tatum people like winners but but let's look then at at what the warriors got wrong right uh-huh. because draymond was obviously i mean Every narrative now will be about how bad Draymond is. And he said so in and the first And he admitted conference.
1: in the, in the post he game He played
0: like doo-doo. Yep, right? he said it. And and I think that when you look at what... Like, this was the clay game we were we were wanting to see from clay. Uh-huh. This is the, the Steph game that we needed. And Wiggins did something that he was supposed to do. But everybody else just didn't pitch up. Jordan Poole, I think, is... You know, and you know, I always go and I have a go at Harrison Barnes about that 2016 finals because he just, yeah. you know, he disappeared within that. But Jordan Poole has been so central to what was good about the Warriors leading up to the, uh, the playoffs, mm. and he's just sort of gone into a shell as the pressure's ratcheted up. And now in these finals, 10 points from a guy who's supposed to be one of your other scorers is just not good enough. Yes, he was four of eight from the field. And that, I mean, that's 50%. And then one of four from three. Mm. But you need to you need to go down fighting. And yeah. I don't think Jordan Poole is doing that. I think rather have him have like really terrible nights where he's taken every single shot and it's just not gone in, yeah. than not take shots. And I think that the Warriors will need for, for Poole if he wants to stay on the court, to make more buckets. He's yeah. got to take more shots and really just be a menace for them. Because right now, the Boston Celtics don't have to worry. They'll look at Steph and say, okay, Steph's going to try and beat us. Okay, Clay's going to try and beat us. But we don't have to worry from a scoring perspective about anybody else. Wiggins has been consistent. This is what Andrew Wiggins has been in the playoffs. Yeah. He might give you a 20, 25 point game, mm-hmm. but it's generally between like a sort of you know 17 to, to, to 20. Pool is the key. Draymond obviously is 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 definitely important from the defensive end, and also yep. how he makes this team tick. Yeah, but Poole has got to be the guy that scores. Whereas Boston, I think the central guy is is Robert Williams, because Robert Williams crashing the glass, getting those blocks. I mean, he had like four blocks in in the game.
1: He 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 was central to 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 this victory, Cyrus. He he was he was, he was cleaning up. I mean, defensively, he was big. Cyrus, there's a block he pulled off late in the game. I was just like. Young man, yeah, do, do your thing, young man. Do and, your and, thing, and that's
0: what the Celtics have needed. But Simon, needed
1: him. One thing we haven't looked at. We, I mean, I think we spoke about this after Game One, mm-hmm. uh, or obvi- obviously off mic, that the Boston Celtics turnovers were an issue. Yeah, they, they were like uh, uh, a turnover machine, and 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 then one of the culprits who was getting quite more turnovers than we liked was uh, one Tatum. Jason Tatum. Yeah, and then you watched last night's game. Golden State Warriors had 16 turnovers, mm. while the Celtics had 12. Cyrus yeah. and and and, and J- 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 Jason Tatum only had two turnovers. Yep. So, like I was saying, I think these guys
0: read a play straight out of the Warriors' playbook, Saris. They, 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 <laughs> this, is, this is what they did. Interestingly, right, because I think that's also why the Celtics have relatively poor starts to third quarters, mm. is that they, they try to look after the ball better, which slows them down, which then means that they're playing at a pace that isn't necessarily most effective for them going forward. Mm-hmm. So, when you look at it, those, those two turnovers for, for Jason Tatum, that's a great number, considering he had nine assists, right? Yes. Yeah. So so his assist-to-turnovers ratio is pretty damn good there. Yep. You then look at how Tatum also only had two fouls. The, the players that really, really, st- I don't want to call it, struggled with fouls for the Celtics is Hawford had three, Williams had three, um, and and Marcus Smart had three. If those guys start to have foul pr- uh, trouble at any point in, in the next game, it will put pressure on these guys to try and stay on the court. And then, you know, the, the the mistakes start creeping in. The Warriors tend to push the pace too much, especially at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Rather than take um, make good passes, they're trying to make passes quickly in order mm-hmm. to get buckets mm-hmm. and they start giving the ball away i mean the warriors were terrible with turnovers uh to start the fourth quarter and yeah and that's the problem for them is that once they start to push the pace and they're really trying to to up the tempo to keep the pressure on they get sloppy draymond at one point was just kicking the ball away and and i was just like i mean i i i'd i woke up at some point to watch some of the game mm-hmm. and i went back to sleep because i was like nope I've seen enough. These guys are just not playing basketball. Look,
1: look, look, look Cyrus, and, and you've got to remember the, the, the Boston Celtics have younger active hands because e- e- even their vet in, in, in Al Horford, his, his hands were active in game three. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, they, they, they were all there. No, they really were white. Like it's like this, some of these guys are but, the uh, but that's third what it, hand. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa! Was like, how, like, how did like, you steal that?"
0: Yeah. You, you know, you know what I mean. But that's what Rudoka's done with this team is that they're really active. I mean, defensively, they're, they're the best defensive team in the NBA, and, mm. and especially in the playoffs. And so they've come together as a group. They've defended well, and I think they've also they feel. So l- l- let's go down to we've we've looked at stats, we've looked at at individual performances, what people have done. I think there's a mental aspect in this where we're seeing the Warriors start to feel as if this is slipping out of their hands at least it feels that way mm-hmm. and the Celtics just seem to be getting more and more confident as the games pass. Them with the 2-1 lead right now feels as if they they almost feel like this is destiny. They've they've done everything they needed to in order to get everything um working for them and it's a quick turnaround Saturday morning is the next game. Yep. But they feel as if they're on this upward trajectory as opposed to the Warriors feeling as if they just don't know where they're going. And and this leads me to asking you about what do you think we might see in game four? Uh,
1: game four might get physical. First of all, um, I know you, 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 you've alluded to the fact that the Boston Celtics might be thinking like, well, this is destiny, we got this. Uh, I like what Jason Tatum said post uh, game interview when they asked him because he he he's definitely channeling Kobe all the way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They asked him, uh, you know, how they feel this great victory at home, and then he's like, "Job not done." Yeah, I I remember Kobe uh, having the same sentiments back in the days. Like, yeah, why should I be smiling right now? Why should I be grinning? We we still have, you know, two more games to win. Job's not done, and and I like that mentality, and and I hope the team can keep that mentality, but. Uh, th- this postseason, Cyrus, I've seen a lot of physical games. Whether mm. it was uh, the Grizzlies v- versus the Warriors, whether it was the Warriors v- v- versus the Mavs, whether it was Boston and, 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 and Miami, yeah. And, and and I saw a lot of physicality even this morning, yeah. A- and 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 what am expecting in Game Four? Is um, a lot more physicality because the 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 the, the, the Warriors are, are still going to want to run and gun. They're not yeah. the kind of you know they don't have the pieces that slow down the tempo and play. No. They don't. They don't. You know, Andre Gudala comes off the bench, you know, so he, he, that's not going to happen. And, and he's also he's oh, oh, not that guy. Otto Porter Jr. comes off the bench. Now I'm talking at the guys who would wanna slow down the pace, right? You mm-hmm. know, they they come off the bench. So if you look at Steph, his style of play is running and gunning. Steph will run from yeah. you know, from, from one baseline before he even reaches the center, he, he's 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 let it fly. Clay is a fast player draymond runs really fast too yeah. so they're
0: not that kind of team that's going to want to slow it all the way down mm. i mean you look at it and these guys aren't necessarily playing half court sets right no they, they play at pace and it's pace and pace you know they they really try to find the best uh possible shots available for their shooters yep. and then they let the shooters try and take take care of business and um, they won't give up a fast break
1: Yeah, they're
0: gone. You give the the Warriors a chance for a fast break, they're gone. Their points of turnovers is really, really impressive. And that's why the Celtics, you know, basically cutting their turnovers in in half in some cases uh, really helps them win games because they're not being sloppy and handing the Warriors the ball and they Mm -hmm. they attack. The Warriors keep attacking. The difference here, and and I think looking uh, to game four, is what happens with Steph's fitness because he he'll be very hampered by by an, another ankle injury mm. and and you know you know I don't want to be the conspiracy theorist in any of this stuff but uh Horford didn't give him room to to land and he got that 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 uh, flagrant uh, early on when it was the four point play yep i think the celtics are trying to give Steph as little space as possible yeah even on the on 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 the, on rebounds and so Steph's fitness will be central to whatever happens with the Warriors. Yep. If he can play at, at something close to, to to normal pace, then you know they should be in an okay space. Um, Clay's been rushing a lot of his shots, but he's he started making some some shots, and I think he'll be happy with where he is.
1: Now look, Cyrus, in, in Clay's defense, because you know, first of all, I've always got a soft spot for any player that wears the jersey number eleven. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, and, and Clay's one of my favorite shooters. I'm not a I'm not a Warriors fan by any, but mm-hmm. that's Clay, Cyrus. He's a catch-and-release player, Cyrus, no, he, uh, he and he's trying to get back to that because I, I think he hears the, the mutterings on socials and on, 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 on certain shows and whatever, ah, Clay's not the Clay post-injury, Clay's not this. And he's like, okay, I can come back. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know because I, you, you got to remember, Clay comes off two very unfortunate no, seasons, Cyrus. Definitely. First of all, he, he goes down in the finals. Then, as he's preparing his big comeback, no,
0: he, goes again. Season, he goes
1: down season. He goes that you know the but, season didn't even start, and I think he wants to be that
0: clay. You know the clay we know, but that's the problem. though, counter is mm. that you can want to be something and you can push to try and be that thing, but that might also be what causes a lot of the issues around him not making the shots. Is that he's rushing when when he's not taking that good second. To, to just steady himself. Everything is just in the hand and out. And then you don't know. I mean, he's he, uh, in game three, he was 5 of 13. That's 38.5%. Not terrible. But you certainly need a little bit more. Mm. 7 of, four, of of 17 from, from the field, 41%. That's not what you need if you want to try and win these games. Mm-hmm. Just compare that to, to, to the Celtics. And this is where you start to see why the Celtics have done so well. Tatum didn't have a great game. He was 9 of 23 from the field yep. and 3 of 9. But he got his 26 points, right? You then look at the other guys, Jalen, 9 of 16, 4 of 8 from 3. That's where it's critical. Shooting 50% from 3, madness. And then you look at, at, at Marcus Smart, who was 8 of 17 from the field and 3 of 7. So the Warriors will look at Claire and say, you're, you're shooting as well as some of these other guys, um, though... The problem is you're not necessarily making the good shots that you're getting. Yeah. I still don't think this is a clay issue. I think Clay if he can maintain that that level of shooting, mm-hmm. the Warriors need to get more from from Jordan Poole in particular, yep. but also from Andrew Wiggins, who I think Wiggins in a way Wiggins needs to try and channel being the number 1 pick who they figured he, you know he they wanted they thought he'd be um, Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. You know, have that length really great mid-range shooting. And he can shoot from from mid-range. Yep. But he was one of six from three. That's going to hurt you. That's really going to hurt you. And I think that the Warriors will look at this and say, okay, fine, where do we make the most out of, of, of what we've learned? And and I don't think that Steve Kerr is a bad coach. I think he makes a lot of good adjustments, um, but he doesn't always make them timelessly. And I think that he's looking at this squad thinking, who can I turn to? If my main guy, Draymond Green, is not doing it, who else can step up? And they really don't have that guy. Whereas the Celtics, like you say, you, you talk about winning by committee, yep. they've been doing this. Defensively, they're they're all in it together. They give absolutely 100%. And when people said before the finals that the Celtics is the better squad, their mm-hmm. roster was better, it was now evident. Game three showed just how packed with talent across both defense and offense mm-hmm. the Celtics are. The Warriors... It's not quite there. Otto Porter, we've seen some of the good and some of the bad. Um, Nemanja Bialica, we don't really see much from him. Mm-hmm. And so when your rotation's quite short and then the guys within that short rotation are not living up to the expectations, you're going to be found out. And I think that's why when I made that comment about is this a bad Warriors team, it you, your response was perfect because it's not the best Warriors team we've ever seen.
1: No, because th- 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 don't don't forget that this is a different iteration from the one we saw in 2018 2019 2017 16 15 yeah. the, these are different Warriors teams and the lack on size especially mm. when they're taking on uh, a, a Boston Celtics team Cyrus that's not only bigger but as fast as they are yeah you see what? They, 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 there's a difference when when they're taking on like the the, the, the the current Lakers yeah they're bigger but they're slower yeah you understand what I mean but the current Boston Celtics because they're ancient absolutely but yeah. But the current Boston Celtics are bigger but can be just as fast when needed because Jason Tatum is still young and yeah. quick. Jalen Brown is still young and quick. Marcus you know, Smart. Marcus Smart. Uh, y- y- you know, both the Williams guys. Yeah. Y- y- you know what I'm saying? Grant is fast. Robert is fast. And the slowest guy they have, honestly, is Al Horford, and and he's performing where he needs yeah. to perform. So, S- Cyrus, I I, I think... Obviously, Coach Kerr is gonna go back and review what's been happening. Maybe, maybe eh, need I say he, he, he? I mean, where is he gonna find size? I mean, they, they, they he, just he can't. There's nothing he can manufacture. There's nothing he can manufacture on the on, on 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 the size part. But what he has to do is just make sure that that that, that Steph is getting all the spacing that he needs. Mm-hmm. Clay is getting all the spacing that he needs to hit those threes. Because nowadays you win by the three, Cyrus. There's no other way. Yeah. This is the new NBA, right? Andrew Wiggins this to step up. Uh, uh, Jordan Poole, like you said, needs to have a couple more pool parties if he wants to see that Larry O'Brien or, Trophy. Or
0: even a pool party because he, we haven't seen that. But but uh, we uh, almost he, had one in Game Two. But you know, but but you're talking you're talking specifically, and this is a really interesting point about what the Warriors need to do offensively. Yes, and I wonder if the discussion shouldn't be about what they're not doing defensively, defensively. because if you look at it right, mm-hmm. the Warriors have limited teams to to. To, you know, scoring. I mean, I think they live it, uh, oh, I'll have to check the stats, but, but they allowed the Celtics to score 120 points in game one. Yep. They limited them to 80 points in game two. Which was impressive. hugely uh, so. The Celtics were also bad from the field. They just weren't making shots, but the defensive pressure was there. Then they allowed the Celtics to score 116 points in game three. So really the, the, the biggest issue that the Warriors have is that they're not defending the Celtics at the level they need to in the games that they've lost. Mm -hmm. Right, And I think that maybe that's where Steve Kerr looks at it and says we need to work harder defensively and that rebound thing. We cannot have such a massive uh, discrepancy in rebounds, especially when you're um, allowing the guys offensive rebounds at the level that they're at. And I think if they can cut that out, I don't know how... But if they can manage to, you know, try and box out the guys a bit better, mm-hmm. get the ball, um, the, you know, off off missed shots more, it will give them a better chance of winning. I just look at this, and we go back to the topic: are the Celtics the favorites? If they play that w- the way they did in Game Three, I don't see the Warriors um, having standing any chance. Yeah, Cyrus. I mean,
1: everything obviously has all things being equal, right? the 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 The, the Celtics have to play as good as they played in game 3 in two more games but the warriors also have to be as bad as they were in game 3 for two more games in order for the Celtics to take it because the, the, the warriors are not trash but like you, like, you know that you asked a very important question is it just is this just a bad warriors team that made it to the finals i don't agree because bad teams don't make it to the finals yeah. but is it a bad warriors team Compared to previous Warriors teams yeah. that we've seen and, win and, championship. And, that's and, the point. and the answer to that is yes, yes because yes. in other. Warriors teams, you, you, you had big guys. Zaza Pachulia was there. You, you know, you, you Maurice Spates. Maurice Spates, ooh, that was a wall and yeah. a half. That so, guy. B- but you look at those guys. Looked like he was
0: in in, in WWE <laughs> or or, yeah. or EM, what? What MMA? No. 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 Oh, the oh you, you. <laughs> UFC. Sorry, UFC. UFC. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he yeah. should be looking MMA fighter.
1: MMA fighter, but but and and, and, and you know. Um, Andrew Bogart, you know, yeah, they've had... Yeah, the Festa JaVale McGee, Festa mm. the
0: composition of those other teams, Cyrus, was so different. Even Sean Livingston, you know. So, so then let's look at this, right? Because in essence, what we've been talking about, even leading up to the finals, what had to do with, were the Warriors a bad matchup? Or rather, were the Celtics a bad matchup for this Warriors because of the size and, and because of the shooting that they have? And I think that we're seeing exactly that. That this was potentially the worst matchup the Warriors could have had in the finals because they didn't have any size. And when we were talking about, I mean, early on, you predicted that the the Nuggets would beat the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was primarily because the Warriors struggles with size. Yep, and Nikola Jokic had beaten them up before, mm-hmm. but then they were able to make um, you know, it work against the other guys and beat them that way. So all of the size came from one guy there. Yeah, but in this particular team, they've got it everywhere. I mean, if the Warriors were playing the Bucks, I think we'd be saying the exact same thing, if not worse, because Giannis would have he'd be bullying them. Absolutely, because I, 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 I've been, I've been seeing it. I mean,
1: the only person that I, I, I think the, the the Celtics can't really bully is one uh, Draymond Green, mm. and and I think and that's why I, foul trouble. He, and, he got into foul trouble yeah. from uh, frustration and stuff like that because I think he didn't quite like some of the calls, and and I think it all got into his head, and he he just lost focus. So, but um, everyone else, I mean, Clay, because. Coming back from injury, yeah. you can bully him quite a bit. Steph, they've, they've targeted him. Yeah. Steph is he's he's, he's, he's one is, of those who he's, Steph he's is just, a he's, he's a small guard. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 you know, he's not Trey Young, but small small by, by NBA because yeah, I mean he's, he's the same height three. as us. So yeah. like uh, yeah, We're NBA small in guard. NBA uh, term. <laughs> NBA uh, small guard. But no, I, but, and, but and, you understand what I mean. Yeah. So uh, look, Cyrus. the... the, the the Warriors have just got to be faster and more accurate if they want to win this. Yeah, because they can't bully; that that, that that won't work. Because well, not physically. Yeah, that's what right. I mean. They can't bully I mean, maybe them. Maybe they'll bully physically.
0: them on, the, on on the scoreboard, and yeah, I think th- that, th- that, that that's might be the, the, the only thing. place they can bully them. Because defensively as well, they can get scrappy, but. They've been one of the best defensive teams in the nba in the postseason mm. so it's not as if they, they can't defend anybody and they've defended the Celtics, this particular celtics team quite well the warriors are in a really tough spot here right because i think the game four is going to be the most important game of their entire season yeah because they, they need that road win cyrus they you need they, that road they need win. It more than and, anything and, and else. i think that's what gave boston that you know that umph to say like what but, we won game one on the road and then even yeah. though they lost game two, they were like, okay, game three, we're going back home. The Warriors missed such an opportunity. And that comeback in the third quarter in game three mm. really could have been the turning point. But this Celtics team have got such a great mentality. They don't let their heads drop. Even if they're playing against teams that are supposedly better than them, mm. they always feel like, I'm going to show you why we're this good. And and I think that's what was great to see in this particular one. Um, Kaunda, I think let's, let's move this on to, to talking about what the, the the betting numbers are saying. So this is the the post up betting corner. Uh, we've got this sort of uh, NBA finals uh, version of the, of the betting corner, and and the bookies are saying, and and Betcoza in particular, uh-huh. the Celtics are favorites here. They're, they're 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 four and seven versus the Warriors six and four. So if you look at it, if you put ten bucks down for the Celtics to win Game Four, you win fifteen rand. Versus the the, the Warriors, your ten bucks will will net you twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. So you know, the bookies are saying the Celtics are the clear favorites here. Um, and, and do you think that's the case? Like, Do you think game four, Celtics are favorites? Uh,
1: so I was, um, I, like I say, I, I, I never write off the Warriors. I, I've had so many years with the Warriors, watching them uh, manhandle my LeBron-led uh, Cavaliers. So I'm not writing them off. But if, I'll
0: say this, if the Warriors lose game four, I'll be very worried. I think if they lose game four, it's pretty much done. It's Um, never done. Look, I think it's pretty much done. The the, the numbers generally tell you. I mean, we've only seen one team come back from 3-1 down. That's in the finals. Yeah, in the finals. And that's the Cleveland Cavaliers. But in the
1: conference finals... The Warriors did that uh, the, the, the Warriors have done yeah.
0: the OKC, which had KD,
1: Russell Westbrook, yeah. James Harden... and That was and, a younger and, and, Warriors. And, that
0: was a yeah, Warriors team that had Sean Livingston it and it guys was, you could it, call it off the bench. It was a younger
1: Warriors and it was the younger OKC. Yeah. Yeah. Look,
0: I, I, but I'm looking at it in terms of what we're seeing now. Right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And and I think that's why... I, I think the Celtics are favorites for a reason. I think the, the, the bookmakers are not uh, looking at this saying, oh, you know, we're just going to suck our third... They're saying what we saw. The Celtics team is just better than this. Warriors so Cyrus,
1: team. are you having uh, a change of heart on your bet, Coza bet
0: that you put on your Warriors? Well, I can't change the damn thing. <laughs> uh, all I can say is I think the Celtics are going to win this, the finals. I, I I picked the Warriors to win it, yeah. And uh, but it's just looking more and more likely. And and this is why we're talking about this the subject. I think the Celtics are champions, and I, I think I, I, I bet the Celtics in seven. Yeah, I. I I, I doubt they can put away the, the Golden State Warriors in five. This, this If this goes to seven, I'd be very, very surprised because I think that the Celtics will win game four. They'll go 3-1 up. The Warriors might win the next one in, in Golden State and make it 3-2. And then game six, who knows what happens. But I think the Celtics, that home crowd, they, they played really well. The only There are a couple of things that could really help the Warriors here. Mm-hmm. One of them is health. And I don't think there'll be any protocol issues. We certainly hope oh, that doesn't that play can into help. it. Okay. But also, the Celtics team has been playing a heck of a lot of basketball, and they've managed to get through some some tweaks here and there. Tatum's not happy with his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus Smart is still, you know, he's he's just coming back from from whatever ailments he's had with his, I think it was his ankle or his knee. Robert Williams III, he's also been playing through pain and and managing to do quite well, but. Anything that happens to to either Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown mm-hmm. could swing this in, 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 in the Warriors' uh, favor. But we're already looking at a Warriors team saying, Al Horford fell on Steph Curry's leg and things are not looking good. And I think that the the Celtics will look at this and say, that is going to play in their favor. Um, they're playing really well at the moment. They've been quite healthy. They're not expecting anything else to to sort of derail them. I think that's why everybody's saying the Celtics are going to be the favorites here. So um, anybody who wants to take some bets on that, you can go to Betcoza. You'll you'll definitely mm-hmm. have some. So there's a lot of bet, betting markets there. Whether you want an over and under uh, in terms of points, mm-hmm. um, whether you think that Steph is going to score more than a certain number of points, there are so many markets available to you. So people can go out there and and, and take a cheeky punt on something. Kaunda. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We're coming to the end of the podcast. It's really been all finals focused. Um, but I want to ask you a little bit about um, about the WNBA. Yes, sir. Right. And uh, what have your thoughts been so far? Because we've seen some really interesting stuff happening there. I mean, Derek Fisher getting fired by the the LA Sparks. Something I'd been calling for for a while because I think that they were quite stale. And he's the for me, he's the reason why Candace Parker even left the franchise um, and then went and won a championship in Chicago. But do you think that's the biggest storyline in the dub right now? No, Cyrus. Uh, and I hate to get political,
1: but um I think uh, uh, bringing back our girl from Russia, mm-hmm. uh, Brittany, uh, Griner. Brittany Griner uh, of the Phoenix Mercury. I think that's the biggest story for me, and I I've seen a lot of athletes, including NBA players, uh, talking about that. And uh, and and I think to me that will remain a big story until they get her back stateside. Yeah. But uh, as a Sparks fan, I, I I think it was about time, like you said, for Derek Fisher to you know hit the road to yeah, go fishing. You know, go fishing and maybe find something else to do. And uh, look, but I'm I'm really enjoying the season, Cyrus. I I haven't really sunk my teeth into it like 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 I usually do. Because I, I I think these finals have really kept me on my toes, and mm-hmm. you know I'm always trying to find ways to outthink you during the podcast. So, but <laughs> you know, but you're but, the Ime doctor of the podcast. But 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 I think some of the changes that that, that happened in the off season are, are looking very interesting. Yeah, I was very excited about us getting Liz Cambage and Jordan Canada us at being the Sparks. Sparks. Yeah, and uh, well. It doesn't seem to have made much of a well, difference.
0: It's, it's really interesting. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> we but even got Kennedy Carter. But still, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. sparks be sparking. Spark are spa- They're not really sparking right no, now. No, no. If anything, they don't have the spark plugs.
1: And uh, uh, your Seattle uh, Storm also struggling. Also struggling. So it, it's actually looking quite interesting. But your girl Sue Bird Cyrus. Yeah. She's still turning back
0: the clock. She's, Have you been watching some of her yeah, plays? I, I think this is the biggest problem for me is that when you've got a farewell tour for for a player, uh-huh. the team's not necessarily focused on winning as, as much as they should be. Right. And that's why you look at the, the Las Vegas Aces, their new coach and Becky Hammond, they are unbelievable right now A 10 and 2 record as we record this yeah the connecticut sun looking really really good this season 10 and 3 record and the chicago sky the reigning champions they're seven and four mm-hmm. and they've just welcomed back all of their guys but anybody who's been watching the w knows that the WNBA all-star voting is open so if you want oh, to yes. vote for your all-stars make sure you do that uh but the WNBA season has been really really good i think you know with the commissioners cup coming up and and those games that are being played right now taking center stage, it's important for us to, to keep some eyes on the dub, even though uh, we've been watching the NBA Finals, um, Lock, Stock and, and, and Barrel. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one of the things. I, I love what I'm seeing in the WNBA. And I know we'll be talking about this a heck of a lot more on the post podcast as we go forward. But Calendar, we've come to the end of the podcast this week. Yep, um, Parting is such Bitter and such terrible (laughs) sorrow, Um, but thank you for being on the show. Okay, you know it ain't a show without you. It ain't the post up podcast without you.
1: Yes, that's what I do. That's what we do. We do it for the love, right? We do indeed. uh, My parting comments to you are: Celtics
0: in seven. Oh, man, you're out here making, ripping my heart out as a Golden State Warriors <laughs> fan. But everybody, please uh, interact with us. Go to our social media handles at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at PostUpZone on Facebook. And you could also go to PostUpZone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. Thank you to our partners, Supersport.com, Bet Koza, and the Podhouse. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Kay. Thank you, Cyrus. And we will see you all again next week. Stay tuned for more post-up excellence from the NBA Finals and beyond. Catch you courtside.